Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it is another of our monthly special episodes looking at movie trailers for the upcoming month. We're talking about 12 movies coming out in September 2022. And joining us, as always, for these special trailer roundup episodes is Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. That is coming up in a second. Before we get to it, of course, I'd like to remind you that if you're not yet subscribed to Piecing It Together, wherever it is you're listening right now, or wherever your favorite podcast app is, hit that subscribe or follow button, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Good Pods or Spotify, wherever it is, make sure you're subscribed because we have a lot of Piecing It Together on the way. And if you enjoy the show, rate and review, five stars would be very nice. We'd appreciate it. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. And uh, yeah, uh, we've got, like I said, a lot of show on the way. We already, I think we have like three or four episodes in the can at the moment. Uh, I've got like two or three uh, recording sessions scheduled for this week alone. So lots of piecing it together coming your way. Also keep an eye on those socials because uh, I might have a very exciting announcement to make very soon. Hopefully you're going to get that all squared away and planned and I can uh, tell you guys about it in the next week or so. So uh, keep an eye out. So one more thing before we get to the episode, uh, as I have been doing the last few months and I hope to continue to do, I have some listener puzzle pieces for movies that we covered in the month of August. So I am going to read those now. And just as a reminder, please keep sending in your puzzle pieces. If you listen to an episode and you had a puzzle piece in mind that we didn't talk about, let me know and I will read it on the next trailer episode. So for the month of August, uh, we covered Nope, Jordan Peele's Nope. And I got a few good ones from Darren from Nostalgia Cast. Uh, he mentioned Raiders of the Lost Ark because in order to survive, you know, you can't look at the thing. And uh, that's like a perfect puzzle piece. We should have brought that one up. I uh, also brought up Cujo in reference to the Gordy uh, character, which is a good one there. And then Rush Hour for the hot, cold buddy dynamic of M and OJ, which, yeah, I, I could totally see that. I feel like there's a, a, a whole buddy thing there between brother and sister. So uh, I think that works, too. Uh, for Prey, the Predator prequel, I got a bunch of suggestions. Uh, Joe Black, friend of the show Joe Black, brought up Pathfinder, which I remember seeing in the theater when it came out, but I don't really remember. I should revisit that one of these days. Uh, Jason from Binge Movies brought up Quest for Fire, which I have not seen and uh, sounds pretty interesting. Chad Clinton Freeman brought up, and I quote, 
all the films in the late 70s and early 80s that featured quicksand, which, of course, was a thing back then. I feel like a lot of movies featured quicksand, and we don't really see quicksand very often anymore in movies. Uh, and JC from Screen Fix also pointed out quicksand, but because of the director Dan Trachtenberg, who himself brought the attention of his own homages to Never Ending Story, which, of course, Quicksand is part of that. So, uh, yeah, a lot of Quicksand. Uh, that, that's, let's, let's bring that back. Prey brought it back. Let's bring it back in some more movies. And then uh, we have one more listener puzzle piece. Uh, it's for the movie Not Okay, and it's from Chad Clinton Freeman. He brought up The Woman Who Wasn't There, which uh, I believe is a documentary, and I have not seen it. Uh, but I guess I'm going to have to check that out because I loved Not Okay. So that is our listener puzzle pieces for August. Let's talk about some September movies. Jason Harris is back with us. We're going to talk about some movie trailers. Jason, how are you doing? Dave, what happened? Two months ago, movies were back. Hollywood was back. Top Gun saved everybody. And now we're in yet another movie depression. Nobody cares about anything. Dragon Ball Z is winning at the box office. We're all going to die of lack of movies. You heard it You heard it here first. <laughs> Jason hates Dragon Ball Z. I know. It's just uh, like, you know, it's so funny how quickly they changed from like, the world is, the world of movies are back. And now it's like Regal Cinema's bankrupt <laughs> two months later. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I did say it at the beginning of last month's trailer episode, like, what is happening here? Why are all the movies lined up for the first weekend of August? And then there's just like a freaking wasteland. But uh, I don't know. September looks like it could uh, up the game a little bit. Although uh, I was listening to another podcast. It was The Big Picture um, where they were talking about other than Black Panther, Wakanda Forever and Avatar, there's probably nothing that's going to open like above 25 million for the rest of the year. And that is kind of grim, actually. I think like, I might have listened to that podcast, know. too. But I feel like there'll get there will be one or two that, that'll sneak in that we're not thinking about. So Hopefully, hopefully. Well, let's before we get into uh, this month's trailers, let's uh, take a quick look back at August, the wasteland that was August, which I actually did watch a lot of these movies. Um, kicking it off, we had Bullet Train, which uh, we recorded an episode on. It's not out yet on the main feed. It is on the Patreon. Did you see Bullet Train, Jason? So, Dave, just to go back to what happens every month, I get excited. Then all you guys see it before me mm -hmm. and you're like, eh, it's okay. And then I'm like, fine, I'll wait for streaming. Yeah. So I'm part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, uh, it, it's it's all right. There, that's <laughs> like you said, there we go. It's, it's fine. Uh, Sharp Stick, I did not see. I saw a lot of bad reviews, but again, kind of like what we talked about. I mean, it's Lena Dunham. I feel like people were just kind of had it out for it to begin with before they even saw it. I, I still kind of want to see it. I want to see it, but I don't I don't agree. I think she's been away for a long enough where, you know, I think if there's that many bad reviews, then like, you know, it's probably Maybe it's not great. Bad. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bodies, 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 we covered on the show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you didn't see that one? No, I'm going to, though. I will. I'll see it. Nah. We can do a catch-up episode of all the things I saw when they <laughs> arrived at sure. streaming. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, maybe Prey you watched because I did that watch was Prey. on streaming. That was good. All right. I like that one. Yeah. Hey, that would have been a good movie to see in the theater, right? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, it would have. But uh, unfortunately, that's... 
that's its fate. Uh, Resurrection, um, I liked. The more I think about it, the more I'm kind of a little bit cold on it, but it, it was certainly interesting and a great Tim Roth performance, a great Rebecca Hall performance. Uh, did you see it? I really want to. I don't. Did it even drop here? How did you see it? It's on VOD now. Um, I don't even think it came to theaters here in Vegas. Yeah. But yeah, it's already on VOD. And uh, I, I think it's worth a watch for sure. It's very yeah. weird. I'll watch it before the end of the year. I love my dad. Uh, I did not see. I don't think that's out anywhere. I'm not sure. Oh, I really still want to see that. And like I said, I missed my opportunity to see it at that film festival. But uh, yeah, when you know, we'll get a chance to see that one. Absolutely. And this must be boring for the listeners. Did you see it? No. Did you see this? No. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least I saw him. I'm trying. Uh, the I'm next trying. one I also saw. <laughs> I saw Beast. I loved Beast. Uh, we recorded an episode on it yesterday. It'll be hitting the uh, Patreon and then eventually the main feed. But uh, I recommend Beast. Jason, you should watch Beast. It's I will watch it. But honestly, I feel like I... Um... I am not making the wrong decision by waiting for that one to come on on streaming. I don't think I need to rush out to the theaters to see that. That's fair with that one. Although the sound design is really great. So in that Dolby with the seat shaking and all that, it was pretty good. But um, Orphan First Kill, that's on streaming. A fun, ridiculous movie. It's our most recent episode of Piecing It Together at the time of this recording. You guys were telling you me about didn't it. watch that. Yeah, you were telling me about it. It was like a crazy ridiculous twist that like may mm -hmm. or may not have worked and probably did not work but yeah it just seemed like <laughs> no thanks so yeah the next one seems like a you movie samaritan with with stallone did you watch that uh so i want to watch it except the same thing's happening it's first of all where we're recording it just came out yesterday right so yeah, yeah. um so i haven't, I, seen it I haven't had a chance i was tired yesterday i ate a steak for dinner um but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know i still feel like uh, it's just gonna fall apart on me because like i don't care about the superhero i'm so over you have to be an exceptional superhero movie for me to care at this point i would have liked it better if he was just an old angry guy who beats people up yeah sure i i can i can get that yeah i'm i'm hoping to watch it but i don't know i'm not really in a big rush but uh the next one, the last one from last month, uh, I'm still buzzing about from yesterday. It's 3,000 Years of Longing, the new George Miller movie, which I loved and seems to be very divisive. A lot of people are not liking it. I am planning on recording an episode on it later this week. Um, it's great. Okay, I'm in. I like George Miller. It looks cool. So I apologize to everyone who heard me say I didn't see movies. I did watch a lot of movies this month, but apparently nothing new. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I see your letterbox. Uh, go for Jason. Um, go for yeah. Jason, if you don't believe me. <laughs> Let's talk about some movies that hopefully we will see in the month of September. Let's start it off with Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. That will be on streaming um, Peacock and in So theaters. I'll watch it right away. There you go. Yep. <laughs> uh, it'll be up as soon as we uh, this episode hits. So um, this is written and directed by the Ebo Twins, which uh, I think it's their debut film, though. So I'm not sure uh, what else they've done other than maybe some shorts. But it uh, stars Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown as the leaders of a megachurch that are hit by a scandal, and they're trying to build it back up. Uh, it was a big Sundance premiere earlier this year, and I think it looks great. This looks super fun. We know our, uh, our awesome movie, your co-host, Josh Bell, who seems to hate everything, already saw it and liked it. So that's a good sign, nice. right? So, yeah. That I'm is a, a good sign. I'm excited for it. I mean, the actors are 
are right there. It's interesting because between like righteous gemstones and the eyes of uh, mm-hmm. Tammy Faye, right? Like this has been yep. kind of a theme lately. So um, beyond those two, I'll give you uh, <laughs> every time I see any pastor, I always think of uh, the amazing scene in uh, Coming to America. Randy yeah. Watson. That boy good. So, <laughs> and uh here's a here's some one that that kind of thematically fits there's a documentary called the overnighters about um these like kind of oil workers who go up to north dakota and there's mm-hmm. a pastor who tries to help them like find jobs and you know kind of is like they're like kind of rah-rah spokesman to help out and of course he gets caught up in a scandal uh bet you can guess what kind of scandal pastor and sweaty dirty, big, burly men. What do you think happens, Dave? (laughs) I could take a couple of guesses, but uh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I will, uh, I, of course, had Righteous Gemstones as well, which is, I mean, honestly, the best show of the last couple of years, as far as I'm concerned. Um, And also, I had Leap of Faith, the Steve Martin uh, comedy. Yeah. Um, Again, dealing with it with that kind of uh, faith-based stuff. And then also, I had uh, just kind of like reality TV shows in general with these like obvious kind of con men that are so committed to their brands, quote unquote, you know, and uh, and building themselves up and creating that whole self-image. And it seems like we got a lot of that kind of thing going on with this guy, which Sterling K. Brown is great. And uh, it, it looks like a really showy role for him. So Yeah, no, it looks good. And Regina Hall is just like every time out, it's a home run, right? So, you know. So. Absolutely. She's great. Um, all so, I have uh, to say about that is, you look so good, I want to sop you up with a biscuit. Oh boy! Uh, hopefully, we get an impression in this next one too. Uh, Pinocchio, uh, a last-minute edition here. You see my boy in the Pinocchio. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Tom Hanks has been coming with some really uh, great roles lately between this and Elvis. Um, But uh, it's Robert Zemeckis. It's one of these Disney plus or Disney in general uh, live action quote unquote remakes. Tom Hanks is, of course, playing Geppetto. And it is the Pinocchio story. It's also got Cynthia Erivo, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Luke Evans. Um, we'll, of course, be getting another Pinocchio movie later this year from Guillermo del Toro. But this one is kind of the more family-friendly version, of course. Uh, what do you think about this? I mean, so, one, I'm happy Tom Hanks is doing all these kind of non-Hanksy roles. Like, I hope he, we see sure. all this stuff from him coming through. Um, also, is this day and date, or is this just going to Disney? Is this going to be in the theaters? I think it's just going to Disney. I was going to say, sure. I bet you this one could have broke that $25 million if they put it out in the yeah. family, you know. Um, yeah. you know, Zemeckis, Hanks, Pinocchio. Well, who doesn't want to watch that? I'm totally going to watch that. So especially now yep. that I know it's and I would probably go see that in the theater. But um, but since it's streaming, I'll just do that instead. Yeah, this reminds me like, you know, again, we just redid Dumbo last year and it was that same kind of vibe. And you mentioned Guillermo del Toro. This ve- had a very nightmare alley feel to it in that like kind of hmm. circus and fame feel. And then the last one was another Disney Plus streaming movie that was pretty good called The One and Only Ivan about a gorilla who was trapped in a low rent kind of like mall, you know, attraction where he the gorilla paints and it was like an animal show. And, you know, all the animals have to band together to save each other. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, on that level, I was thinking about the Bob's Burgers movie from earlier this year where 
you know, it takes place mostly in an amusement park. Um, really any kind of amusement or carnival or circus type thing like that, that kind of setting. And then, yeah, I mean, you brought up Dumbo. You could really bring up any of these live action Disney remakes that they're doing, you know, again, quote unquote, you know, you got the Jungle Book, Lion King. I mean, they're going to do them all. They're going to do every single one eventually. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Zemeckis, his version of effects based you know, family films are kind of weird sometimes, but I don't know. I I like the animation in this one. I think it looks good, and uh, I agree with you. I think it, I think it could definitely be good. And yeah, Tom Hanks doing weird roles, very exciting. Um, you come to my story, Italy, and now you are human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Next up, I wish I could be uh, excited for this one, but uh, it just looks so terrible. But I had to include it on the list anyway. <laughs> Clerks 3, Kevin Smith finally making good on his promise to do a third Clerks movie, and uh, it'll be in a, a weird, limited, like, uh, like one-night-only, right? that's yeah. Fathom Events, yeah, kind of theatrical thing. I don't know when it's actually going to hit VOD or streaming or anything like that, um, but he did the same thing, actually, with Jay and Silent Bob reboot, so, you know, I guess it worked, um, but yeah, he's brought back everybody from the whole View Askew universe, and it looks very much in line with what he's been doing lately. Uh, what do you think about this? So, you know, one, those Fathom events uh, tickets are selling so well that I think they've already expanded it to like from three to five nights. So, you know, there's yeah. an audience for this. Um, sure. And we love Kevin Smith, but do we love Kevin Smith, Dave? That's the real question. Yeah. Um, sure I don't is. know, man. Cause you know, there was, he had written that whole other script and, uh, what was that one? About? Oh, that was about like uh, the, the store gets like the quick stop gets blown down in the hurricane. Right. And they all have to recover. Mm. And like, uh, you know, and now this one is just basically his meta version of his own life where he has a heart attack. So there. So Randall's going to make a movie about, um, I don't know, his own life or whatever. And it just, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch it and I'm going to be very angry that I did so. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I think like from a meta standpoint, the disaster artist is a good kind of yeah. take on it. And I kind of stayed with that. We just covered the player on uh, awesome movie year, which, you know, any of these movies about making movies, two good ones, obviously Bowfinger, we mentioned a lot, but uh, I'll give you a, a lost gem from the nineties living in oblivion with, uh, our friend, Steve Buscemi, Tom DeCilio, a good movie. Okay, I've never seen that. Uh, I might have to check that out. Uh, but yeah, I along those same lines, another awesome movie or movie, uh, American movie, a uh, bunch of weirdos making a movie together, you know? So um, I included that on my list. And of course, just Kevin Smith seems to be just kind of, uh, you know, turning in on himself, basically. So Jay and Silent Bob reboot from a couple of years ago. It looks like the exact same movie, basically. Um, I, I mean, which, honestly, I don't. I can't see it being as bad as that. That was just the worst <laughs> movie. That's it's so bad. I can't believe. Well, that. See, we'll see what happens. I guess. Uh, next up, a movie I'm looking forward to a lot more. Uh, see how they run. It'll be in theaters on September 16th. Uh, it's a murder mystery comedy set during the rehearsals of a play that uh, they may be turning into a movie. It stars a huge cast, uh, Sam Rockwell, Adrian Brody, Shersha Ronan, David Oyelowo, uh, Ruth Wilson, a bunch more. Um, I think this looks like a lot of fun. What do you think about this? Yeah, one? this is going to be a, a hit or miss. You never know how these turn out, right? So from a, yeah. from a vibe standpoint, from like a, 
uh, a kind of setting. I, I kind of thought back to like LA Confidential and kind of mm. how important, like, you know, that Hollywood and fame feels. And then, you know, in our 1980s season, we covered The Last Metro, the Truffaut movie, which is a great movie. And that kind of takes place mm. in all in, you know, that theater setting. So I think this is kind of leaning towards like, hey, we're all doing this in one space. And um, yeah. I don't know if you ever saw Noises Off in the 90s, but that was a big play that turned into a movie about the making of a play and, you know, the rehearsal. Oh, OK. And of course, you know, it's Knives Out, right? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Knives Out's on my list. You could take any modern whodunit. Um, I also had Birdman on my list uh, as, mm. you know, this kind of unraveling of a play that's being, uh, you know, they're, they're going through rehearsals. And then the whole vibe of the trailer gave me a lot of Wes Anderson kind of quirky tones, especially how they introduced the cast and everything. So I put specifically Grand Budapest Hotel, but really like it's kind of got a modern Wes Anderson vibe to it. That's all stuff I like. Yeah, I think it's a little broader than that, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, possibly. So next up is The Woman King in theaters on September 16th. Uh, Viola Davis stars as the leader of these female African warriors. It's set in the 1800s. It's apparently a true story. It's, uh, it looks like very over the top and exciting. And uh, what do you think about this one? I don't know, man. I mean, we want it to be good, right? And... Um... It's got Viola Davis. She's great. So um, sure. the action could be awesome and, and everything, but doesn't look like there's much of a story other than like, hey, we must protect our village from invaders, right? Yeah, basically. I mean, it does look like a fairly simple story. Yeah. So you mentioned Black Panther earlier. I'm going to avoid that one for this. But um, I did go with kind of some of these... Um, you know, I mean, but I think that's an obvious one, you know, because of the invasion. It's and definitely like that. So um, yeah. I I went with like these fierce women warriors. And, you know, you think of like Wonder Woman, right? Because they're training the whole society to become mm -hmm. women warriors. And then um, I have Mad Max Fury Road because uh, Furiosa was such a beast of a, a warrior. And then uh, Mulan, which also could have been on the Pinocchio list. Oh, yeah, definitely could have. Um, yeah, I also had Wonder Woman. Um, I also had 300 because this small but insanely powerful army uh, against a bigger threat, you know. Um, and then the last one that I had, I mean, this seems like a real like workout training, like powerful kind of movie. So I had Rocky on my list. I mean, uh, as far as movies about training sequences, that's kind of the best. You know? I thought you were going to say the Billy Blanks Tybo videos from the from the early 2000s. <laughs> Why not? Let's go with that. Uh, next up is Pearl, which will be uh, limited theaters on September 16th. It is a prequel to Ty West's 2022 film X, which uh, he shot in secret um, back to back uh, with its star Mia Goth. X is to this day one of the best horror movies of 2022 so far. So this will be really interesting to see uh, how this comes together. What, what are you thinking about? This? Here's my question, Dave, because X is on my list to see before the end of the year. Which do I see first? Right. Well, that's a good question. I mean, I think still see X first based on, you know, the reveal of the character and all that. But um, yeah, definitely watch both. All right. I will. Fine. Um, yeah. I mean, good for Ty West. What a year, right? So making moves. Yeah. So again, we're in like this space of like, it's it's an interesting month because fame is like, uh, and like even Pinocchio and right, like, 
um and the last one that we talked about this see how they run it's all about like fame and the price people and we have another one coming up too uh of what people do to fa- uh, get famous and everything so um and this one obviously looks uh, a little uh helter skelter so i thought of the black dahlia which is an insane movie brian de palma oh yeah um i thought you know last year red rocket because we know you know some people uh, uh the extent they'll go to not only becoming an adult film star but to making others enter that world yeah. and then the last one which we've also recently talked about but have not yet covered on awesome movie your natural born killers because it seems like there's that aspect of wanting to be notorious yeah absolutely no that's a good one i hadn't thought of that um actually all three of those are really good you came with good stuff here today jason i like oh, it yeah. <laughs> i'll also throw in there um the harley quinn character you know birds of prey or whatever of the the dc world um and also nocturne a horror movie from a few years ago with Sidney sweeney as a concert pianist who basically is going to do you know stop at nothing to be a famous piano player and yeah i mean that that seems to be uh pearl's whole drive here is to basically stop at nothing even if it means murdering people to uh become famous so oh pearl oh pearl you and your murders i'm looking forward to this one so next up oh boy don't worry darling coming to theaters september 23rd Olivia Wilde is uh, in, in a bunch of controversy at the moment. Well, why? Why? What am I missing? What is she? Tell oh, me. Oh, God. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on here, Jason. I mean, first of all, I mean, everybody's you know criticizing the hell out of Harry Styles' acting in the clips that have been released so far. But after that, um, she, she claimed in an interview to fire uh, uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Yeah. Right. But then he came out. I don't know if you saw the videos. Uh, he sent to the press videos of her like begging him to stay on and basically criticizing Florence Pooh in, in her video. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, now we got to get these. Vi- uh, so, so <laughs> to be clear, I saw that Shia LaBeouf had said, hey, I didn't, um, you didn't fire me, I quit. But now yes. you're saying he's actually, how does he have videos of her? She sent him like, you know, a messenger or whatever, oh. like video while driving, like the way that you love to call me instead of just texting me. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, video. And he saved it and sent it to the press. And yeah, she is just straight up like very, very uh, condescendingly talking about Florence Pugh and basically Why? like Florence begging him Pugh's like, great. I know, and like begging him to stay on the project. I mean, it's, it's this, the press tour for this is going to be an absolute disaster, yeah. basically. Yeah, and then with the breakup with Zach Braff, there's a lot going on in the, the Puniverse, Dave. So, oh, so, God, yeah, so. the Puniverse. So. Um, yeah, well, you and I were two of the only people who were kind of cold on Booksmart, um, so I mean, it's kind of this movie i don't know what to think i do love chris pine though i love florence Pugh. um i i was looking forward to this but it looks like it's gonna kind of blow up but what do you think of the trailer though so here again uh, like uh, you know you're right like book smart my biggest my biggest criticism was like it was trying to say so many things that it said nothing and like it was style yeah. over substance right and then i watched yeah. this and it's so stylistic and i'm like oh this looks great i was i was like yes this is going to be awesome it's going to be a big redemption thing for um you know all of my trashing of booksmart right but now yeah. it's like she's trashing Florence <laughs> oh, no. Pugh, and like does, did harry styles replace shia labeouf was that part of it yeah yeah i believe so oh yeah yeah so 
Um, yeah, well, now I'm like, I'm really disappointed, Dave. It's I, I expected more from you, Olivia Wilde. So <laughs> I had a lot on my list. Um, I mean, the first thing I thought of was like, it feels like this very cultish type thing, like the master. And it even had some shots that like driving through the desert uh, that reminded me of the master. Um, mm-hmm. There's a whole Stepford Wives thing about, you know, sure. Women should be, you know, obedient and just kind of listen. And, and that kind of also felt like this world of like, other people know more than some of the characters do, which brought me to the Truman show. And then the last one I thought like, did you ever see not the one we covered last month, but did you ever see the invitation from a a few years ago? No, I know a lot of people love that movie, but I've never seen that movie's awesome. And you know, talking about a good movie about cults, like that, that's a good one. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, but yeah, good pieces. Of course, the Stepford Wives is on my list as well. Uh, I also had WandaVision, which, as you know, I didn't see, but I you know, certainly know all about it. And that picture-perfect TV family with like the whole weirdness underneath, um, I, I, I thought some of that. And then uh, maybe a little bit of The Shining. Uh, there seems like some Kubrick vibes to it, and so uh, maybe just that whole like constant unraveling kind of thing. Well, um, Stanley Kubrick never sent videos to Jack Nicholson trashing Shelly Duval. So. I mean, he probably would have in 2022. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's move on to the Munsters. Uh, September 27th. On <laughs> no Netflix. one's ever said that. No one has ever said <laughs> yeah. that. They might have said, let's move on from the Munsters. But. Uh, Rob Zombie is back. He's uh, attempting to make a more family-friendly film with the Munsters, it seems. The first trailer out was... Easily the worst trailer of the year, even worse than that uh, Clerks 3 trailer. But I got to say, the second trailer, friend of the show, Joe Black, he like basically was like, please watch the second trailer. It's much better because he's a big Rob Zombie fan. And I'll admit, it, it still doesn't look great, but um, the second trailer was a lot better than the first one. I don't know what they were doing with that first trailer. What did you think? Did you watch both trailers or what did you watch? Uh, I The second one is that I think I must have watched them both, but I don't know. I don't know, Dave. Mm. I mean, you, you know, after you have so many... Let, let's put it this way. Did, did you think it looked terrible? Did you think it just looked okay? No, it looks absolutely terrible. It looks like oh, the okay. worst movie yeah. that I could imagine. <laughs> I don't even understand, like, wh- how this is a thing, right? Like, you know, you look up on YouTube, it's like, the monsters, how bad could it be, or whatever. But, hey, man, like, you know, at the same time, like, you know, uh, today we're going to record... Uh, awesome movie or your pick which is dead alive right peter jackson all mm-hmm. those splash stick movies so i watched you know all those early peter jackson movies and it's like could anything be more insane than like meet the feebles right like you know you have to like respect <laughs> the insanity of something like this so maybe i'll watch it unless it starts going like yes this is really the worst movie of the year so i don't mm-hmm. know but really yeah they should fire all the trailer people that's that's true so I mean, yeah, I, I think yeah. this is a usual suspects thing. Yeah, Young Frankenstein, the Adams family, obviously the two live action Adams families, the Flintstones movies, and and some Beetlejuice. That's where I got my my little picks here. All good picks, absolutely. Um, of course, I had Adams family on mine. Uh, the other thing that I thought of. Uh, a few years back, Eli Roth took a step away from making uh, very violent horror movies to make a kid's spooky movie called The House with the Clock in Its Walls. And so I kind of thought of that same uh, career sidestep for a moment just to uh, go away from these 
you know, horribly violent horror movies to something that's just spooky, but more fun and family friendly with this monsters. So, uh, that was the other piece that I had here. Yeah. I, I really don't know what to expect with this thing. Um, you know, I, I like the idea of having it look the way it looks, but yeah, it, this could really go bad. So I guess we'll see what happens. Next up is Blonde, also on Netflix, uh, September 28th. Uh, it's Andrew Dominic's long-delayed three-hour NC-17 Marilyn Monroe movie with Anna de Armas. Also stars Adrian Brody and Bobby Cannavale, a bunch of other people as well. Um, what do you, you think about this? Do we know why it was delayed for so long, Dave? I'm not sure if they knew how to release it because, I mean, a three-hour NC-17 movie, I mean, they must have been just going through all kinds of, uh, you know, back and forths and stuff with the studio and everything. That's all I can imagine, but I'm not sure. I mean, here's the thing, okay? Like, Andrew Dominic, I love Chopper. That's, you know, his first movie. But I did not like the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Which I know has like oh, a I huge following, right? There you go. Some yeah, people love it. it. And killing them softly was not not it did nothing for me. So he so I don't know. Uh also I don't want to watch three hours of this. So I just don't. I don't see any need for it. What is your deal? Leave me alone. <laughs> that's that that's one way to put it uh but hey i I don't know this was a hard this was a hard one to come up with pieces for i don't know i guess we'll see once we see the actual movie but um i don't know what do you have well i had mank because of that classic hollywood black and white feel Mm. i had um judy the judy garland movie because of a uh uh starlet a a huge star just descending into uh, uh you know the end of her life really you know and yeah. then uh, I had to put another, uh, you know, there's this whole thing about who's Marilyn Monroe and, you know, is that a character or not? So it was a movie in the, I think in the 90s with Mira Sorvino and Ashley Judd called Norma Jean and Marilyn. And it was all about the, the difference between, uh, you know, who the real person was and who the character was. Okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, yeah, I had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I, I know there's, there's various um, reports that this, the book that this is based on is fictionalized. And so, you know, I don't know how much liberties we're going to be taking, if it's going to be as far as, you know, Sharon Tate not getting murdered or, you know, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, or, you know, and, and completely, you know, totally fake stories going on with Marilyn Monroe here or or what's going on. But um, so, yeah, I had that. Uh, and then also the eyes of Tammy Faye, just like trying to capture such a big character into, uh, into a movie here, you know, something so larger than life. So good that Anna Diarmas is finally getting some work. Yes, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, next up is a horror movie that they show the trailer for every single time I go to the movie theater lately. Uh, it's called Smile. It's coming September 30th. It's from director Parker Finn and uh, has a bunch of young actors that I don't really recognize other than, of course, Cal Penn shows up. Uh, But it's about an evil force that makes you smile and then kill people, I guess. Um, It looks super creepy. It did look really creepy, didn't it? So, hey, the one thing I'll say is, you know, the recurring theme this year for us has been like the horror previews have been really, really good. But then the the movies themselves have not been, (laughs) you know, right? eh, Yeah. So this looked creepy. I mean, you know, the the I thought of two things. One was the ring because it's like you see it and then you die, right? 
And then yeah. the yeah. other was uh, our our boy, your boy, M Night Shyamalan's The Happening which was another kind mm. of extinction event that no one could kind of figure out. And that kind of seems to be what this is. Like, how are we going to figure out what's happening here? Absolutely. Yeah. I had the ring and combined with it follows two similar takes on that kind of thing where it travels from person to person. Also Joker because of the cut face smile. So oh, yeah, that as well. And then there was a horror movie a few years ago from, I'm pretty sure it was a Blumhouse film uh, called Truth or Dare where it also featured a trailer with big, exaggerated smiles. And uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm scared of big, exaggerated <laughs> smiles. So uh, both of these trailers just, I fucking hate them. Um, <laughs> oh, God, he's doing it right now. <laughs> I don't like it at all, guys. I love I that. Like That's amazing. Bit. What else are you uh, scared of that, that is weird? That and bugs. Those are the only two things. That You're and bugs. You're scared of bugs? So, um, Oh, I, I am very scared. So are you scared that. of clowns? Because, you know, they're clowns and they have exaggerated smiles. I feel like everyone's scared of clowns, though. I feel like that's not just me. That's mm. pretty much... Aren't you scared of clowns? Yeah, no. I'm not scared of clowns. Yeah, okay. I don't like anyway. flying. Oh, yeah. Well, flying just sucks. I'm not scared yeah. of flying. I just hate it, you know? But next up is bros. September 30th, theaters. It's Billy Eichner's uh, comedy uh, directed by Nicholas Stoller, who, of course, made Forgetting Sarah Marshall and a bunch of big comedies of the early 2000s about a group of gay friends and their relationship issues. Um, It's kind of a, you know, a twist that you don't get very often on that kind of a studio comedy. Uh, It has uh, Billy Eichner, of course, is in it, as well as Luke McFarlane, a bunch of other people. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it looks like it could be fun, hopefully. Oh, man. So I love Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's one of, I feel like, the most influential movies for me of the last, you know, 20 years. And Billy Eichner is hilarious. I love Billy on the street, all that stuff he does. And I loved him in Difficult People, the show that he was on Hulu that was a very strange show and sometimes worked and sometimes didn't, right? But this feels like it's almost like sketches and like, Hey, I'm just a guy. How did I end up here? (laughs) Right. You know? (laughs) Um, So I have real worries about this because I want to really like this. And I hope we're moving in a direction where we can have like, you know, there's some funny lines where like the kids are like, I'm doing the bottom dance. And Billy Eichner's like, oh, gay sex was much better when heterosexuals were creeped out by it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it just doesn't look like it's all coming together, which kind of reminded me of another movie this year that I was interested in and didn't love that I think we covered here, uh, Fire Island, which also had Bo and Yang in it. So I guess if you make a movie about, um, you know, gay people, you have to have Bo and Yang in it. And I'm okay with that. I guess so. He's great. Bo and Yang's great. And the jacket he wears in this, I want, I want that jacket. So, um, (laughs) you know, and then I think it's like trying to like, modernize some aspects of very traditional rom-com so i went back to uh, my pick from 1989 when harry met sally on awesome movie year and the thing that worries me though is it feels a lot like train wreck which nicholas stoller also directed and was just Mm. not good at all yeah it does feel a lot like that yeah i i had trouble like 
the main thing that this feels like to me is just an update of those 2000s, like Judd Apatow adjacent comedies, the things with Paul Rudd or Jason Segel. Yeah, Yeah, it, it, it just feels like just doing that again with a little bit of a different point of view. But yeah, there's not enough funny in the trailer to like really instill a lot of confidence in that it'll actually be good. But I'm hopeful, though, because, yeah, a lot of a lot of people that have done good stuff are in it and around it. And so, yeah, hopefully it's hopefully it's good. It's 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 a tough one. I mean, are we a little tired of the like, I'm a successful, independent person. Why would I want to settle down? What guy yeah. <laughs> who's totally opposite than I am? Ooh, how are we going to make this work? Like, it just feels very tropish and, and yeah, know, I'm over it. Well, our last one for the month, uh, coming to Apple TV Plus on September 30th. It's the greatest beer run ever from Peter Farrelly, who, of course, won an Oscar for Green Book after years of doing gross out comedies with his brother. Uh, this is his next movie. It's about a kind of dumb dude who wants to bring beers to his soldier buddies in Vietnam to support the troops stars Zac Efron, Russell Crowe, Bill Murray, uh, certainly has similar questionable politics like green book, but, um, I don't know. I think it looks kind of fun, even though I know people have been trashing this trailer online. I mean, yeah, this, uh, you know, was a best-selling book. Uh, my brother actually saw this. He was at the premiere because oh, yeah? he works with, uh, I know you're not a big sports guy, but Bobby Valentine, the legendary manager uh, who used to be managed the Mets, uh, is now a consultant for the Angels. And my brother is a producer for Angels Baseball. So Bobby Valentine was one, of, I think, was either a producer on this or like works with Peter Farrelly on like a bunch of other projects. So he took him mm. to the premiere and he said it was pretty good. Like he says, it's fine, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he said it's horrible. I don't remember. Maybe he said it's great. Yeah. I don't remember. He said, I think he said it's fine. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fair war enough. movie, war, comedy war movies. Uh, uh, give Forrest Gump Good Morning Vietnam, Three Kings. Okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> good, good list. Yeah, I, I had Forrest Gump on mine too. It has kind of that vibe. Uh, I also Stripes, you know, uh, yep. work comedies. Yep. And uh, and Saving Private Ryan, just to have to go into a war zone for something other than specifically fighting. So, uh, yeah, th those are my pieces. But, um, yeah, I, I like your pieces too. I'm looking forward to that movie. That does it for our list. There's a lot more coming in September, though. Um, I, I just wrote down a few of them, even though I didn't like write notes for any of them. But I mean, we've got Confess Fletch, which the trailer just dropped for yesterday. Did you watch that trailer yet? I didn't. I like uh, John Hamm. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, Paramount Plus. There you go. I even though it's not a movie, I almost included Lord of the Rings, this yeah. new uh, Amazon Prime thing. Um, I don't know. It, it looks like a Lord of the Rings movie, so you know maybe it'll be good. They're resting a lot of money and hope on this thing to like really amp up Prime as a service, like in competition with Netflix and the others. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. I mean that and House of the Dragon. Uh, you know, so maybe yeah. Which I didn't watch because it wasn't about Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> no, uh, I will watch it, but I'm saying like people are way more excited about this stuff, right? We're at that paradigm shift still that like yeah. content just means so much more. 
um in these yeah. like limited series type things it feels like right now absolutely the other thing i was almost going to uh include on our list but um i didn't because it's a documentary but uh that moonage daydream the uh the bowie thing um, which is opening in IMAX, which uh, should be like a visually really cool film. Um, so I'm looking forward now to that. that I'm down to go see in the theater. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, were there any others you wanted to shout out before we uh, wrap it up? Dave, here's what I wanted to shout out. Did you get on the wait list for movie pass? Oh boy, that is a big September movie happening. Uh, I did. Yes, I did. Even though I don't really plan on signing up, I figured I might as well get on the wait list. Uh, I'm so excited for it. I actually accidentally woke up at 3 a.m. when the wait list opened, but maybe it was subconsciously <laughs> me waking up, or maybe it's because I'm so bad at sleeping. If you know how to fix my sleep, write into us here at Piecing It Together at uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. There you go. That's the that's the address. Jason, what's going on with Awesome Movie Year? We're rocking and rolling coming up to the end of 1992, which has been our most <laughs> downloaded season yet, as you told me, and we're not even uh, yeah. done with it. So thank you, everyone who's listening and downloading. I'm excited. Uh, we got a few good ones left, and then we are going back in time to uh, a Josh Bell picked year. So you can find us at awesomemovieyear.com, Awesome Movie Year on Facebook and Instagram, Awesome Movie Pod on Twitter. I'm, of course, go for Jason on Letterboxd, as we said, Jason Harris Comedy on Facebook, Instagram. And uh, I am building new websites, J. Harris Comedy on Twitter. But I also, now on Instagram, eat this comedy and the trivia party if you want to come out to a show or a trivia night. Yeah, you just did the first uh, Eat This Comedy event, right? That went well? Yeah, I mean, we've done things like it but this was this this was the first official one it's sold out we are, will be back i believe at honey salt i'm not sure when and uh yeah just keeping at it my friend are you gonna come to something at some point in time it's going to happen i promise hopefully very soon so yes let's do it are you gonna bring rich rosen hey <laughs> this guy's no shecky green i'll tell you that much you'll you'll be you'll be excited to hear our elvis episode coming up next week on on the show so uh yeah uh jason thanks as always for being here have a good one. Oh my god movies please still exist check out the sonic cinema podcast where film critic brian scuttle takes you through the year discussing classic film reviewing modern hits and misses covering film festivals and interviewing filmmakers and film critics click subscribe at youtube apple spotify google and other platforms or follow along at www.sonic-cinema.com all right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about some of the movies coming out in September 2022. Lots to look forward to. And like I said at the top of the show, we have a lot of episodes on the way, so make sure you're subscribed wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And if that happens to be a place with a five-star button, we would really appreciate it if you hit that five-star button and maybe leave a little review while you're at it. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show as well as everything else happening in the world of movies. And we do have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I combine bonus content and advanced content from Piecing It Together as well as Awesome Movie Year, Jason's podcast, and from my music career, 
Lots of great stuff over on the Patreon, including all of those episodes that I already have done. Uh, They hang out there on the Patreon for our subscribers until they're ready to get released on the main feed, whether that be on the uh, VOD rental release date of a movie or the streaming release date of a movie or just wherever I can fit it in because, you know, sometimes we got so many episodes, I can't just throw them all up at the same time. So they come out eventually, but they're as soon as they're done and edited and finished, they go up on the Patreon and you can go check them out early. So check it out. Patreon.com slash by David Rosen. Lots of great content. Uh, subscribe if you'd like to support the show. So let's close this out with a piece of music like I always do. And you know, my latest full-length album was the self-titled David Rosen album I put out in 2020. I will have another album out probably by the end of this year. Um, But there was a song on the David Rosen album called September, and we are looking at September movies, so let's play September to close out this episode, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.